I like how you came in with the yo-yo-yo, and I came in a bit more formal. Yeah, I bailed on the yo-yo-yo. I can't pull it off. You can't you can't bail on your idea halfway through. Well, you, sometimes you can. Sometimes you got to pull out, you know? Just, you know, uh, it's, the pull-out method isn't ideal. Well, sometimes you pull out, and then you just make a mess. You well, know? maybe that's what happened here, but maybe I avoided a bigger mess. Uh, a more long-term mess, you mean? Yeah, long-term mess where I appropriated a culture or, or like created a little, a little baby and people got upset by it. And then, you know, what upsets me? What the miracle of life? Yeah, how dare you? It does upset some people, you know. Some people. I mean, I mean, I think. I should have been able to birth that baby and it should have a right to life. There, I said it. But some people want to murder that comedy baby. And that's what it is. It's murder. It's murder. If, if I can't do a rap voice, that's... It's, yeah. My I body, my voice. I think you're allowed to say yo, yo, yo. I mean, you didn't start speaking in Ebonics. Yeah, that's true. So that's all good. Yeah, I pulled out. You pulled out, and that's you pulled out, you made a little mess. But it wasn't, I mean, like, this mess is manageable. It was a white mess. A hot white mess. Hi, we're Late Night Party Boys. I'm Damien Vosk. I'm Ross Purdy. And... Welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast, and we make analogies that might, sometimes they mean things, and they're really profound and deep and meaningful, and sometimes it's just a hot white mess. Just a hot white mess. Yeah. Oh, we're coming into winter. Russ has got a beanie on. I got a puffy jacket. I got the seasonal... What's it called? The SADS? Yeah, the, the seasonal. Sad. The, what, what is it? Maybe not. Effect, effective? Seasonal effect. Affected. Seasonal effect. <coughs> effect disorder. Yeah, seasonal effect disorder. Yeah. I love how they made a disorder just for not liking cold weather. I mean, it is more than that. I mean, I, 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 I mean I'm very sad when I have to wake up in the mornings and it's that cold outside. Maybe it is a proper disorder. Yes. This is what this podcast is all about. Trying to prove to Damien that certain disorders are actually real. All I want to know is because the cannabis party beat Pauline Hansen's party in Queensland, can I get prescribed cannabis for this disorder? 
Well, that's the thing. The party got elected, but I don't think they've been able to make a, a legislation that's passed as law just yet. But it's been a whole week. It's been one week since they went in power. They have one platform. Yeah, but they're also really high. So they've already forgotten like a couple of days in. It probably takes them a while to get around to doing the policies. Because they're like, oh, we're in power, but, you know, before I go into parliament, I've got to smoke a bowl. That's just decency. I probably should nap for a while. And we all know Pauline Hanson doesn't like the party because it's all, it's all about green. And she's, all, she's pro-white. Yeah, she doesn't like colours. She doesn't like anything that's a colour. Anything, God forbid you show her a rainbow. She freaks out. I heard the One Nation Party were trying to criminalise rainbows. I also heard that. I heard that they didn't like any of the colours on the spectrum. I heard they don't like spectrums. (laughs) And that it's not real and it's just everyone is getting over-diagnosed with this these days. I heard they started a petition to get that Pink Floyd album cover changed. So, like, there would be two triangles that would turn the rainbow light back into white light. And let me tell you, the Floyds, that's what they're called, Mm. the fans. Floyd heads. The the Floyds. The The Floyd heads. The Floyd heads were not fans. No, they did not vote for her. At all. No, if it's anything we can t- glean from this, is that Pink Floyd is very anti Pauline Hanson. Yeah, he's pink. It's pink. And it's as pink we, for a reason. It's Pink Floyd. It's not White Floyd. Exactly. God. You ain't going to change him, baby. So, what's been going on? What are we, sh- we talking about? I'm coming in with very low energy to, today. Yeah, I think... We both got the sads. I think, yeah. We got the terminally sads. We just need that that pick-me-up. I don't know. What makes you happy in winter, Ross? God, I don't know. Warm blankets, hot pies, hot cocoa by a fire in a ski chalet. Sure. All Love. of those things, even though I've never... I've never had any one of those things you just listed. You've had love. Uh, what type of love are we talking Ah, uh, the dirty kind. Oh, I haven't had that. Well, the warm, fuzzy mother's love. Yeah, I've had... Had a bit of mum love? I don't even know if it's mother's love. Is it just mother's like? I think it's mother's like. That hurts. I don't know. You get friend-zoned by your mum. <laughs> I, I love you unconditionally. I like you unconditionally. <laughs> I, I guess uh, you're okay... Forever, unconditionally. Yeah, parents' affection. I'm doing this thing right now. I mean, you've met my dad before, right? I've never met you. Oh, you've never met my dad. I've met your mum countless times, but I've never met your dad. Yeah, you probably heard tales of him. You've probably heard me ranting about him at some stage. Oh, I definitely heard you ranting about him, but I've never met the man. Well, the man is incredible. In, like, a, a terrible way. A bad way. Not, yeah. Not, like, in, not incredible, like, he's so athletic and great at sports. and No, quite the opposite. Yeah. He's not good at sports, and he, he had a, he's, ha, he's got a bad leg. So, he, yeah. Anyway, not great at sports. Um, but he is incredible in a way that 
he has no empathy for anyone or anything um, in a way that he only understands his problems and doesn't really understand that other people have problems that are much worse and he can't relate to them. So he's remarried. It looks like that. This is going to be very, this is going to be a seasonal affect disorder, a sad episode. It's going to be a sad episode. Anyway, so my dad's wife's new wife's uh, father is passing away from cancer, and he has a German shepherd that he wants uh, my dad's wife to take care of. It's a basically it's a dying man's wish to take care of a dog, which doesn't seem too controversial to me. Does that sound insane to you? I don't know, a German I mean, shepherd? You hate shep. You hate dogs. You hate dogs, and you you probably hate the fact it's a kraut even more. Anyway. You've heard me ranting against the Germans. You do not like them krauts. But what about kraut dogs? You've heard me ranting about dogs. It's true, you, you hate dogs as well. <laughs> I definitely ranted. This is just a- combinating. This is com- oh, combinating. Oh, my God. Uh, this is just combining your two hatreds. It's like your greatest fear of German dogs, and this is what this is. What is this, for dog, a member of Kraftwerk or something? <laughs> anyway, so it's dying man's wish to look after a dog, you know? Pretty reasonable in my mind. He wants it to go to a good home. It's an animal he's cared for and loved. Anyway, my dad's got three dogs, and he's, and he, but he lives on a massive property out in, like, semi-rural Mornington Peninsula. So he's already got three dogs. What's one more, really? You're already buying food in bulk. You know what I mean? Like, surely to have a fourth dog when you've already got three dogs is kind of like, whatever. Anyway, he gets upset by the fact that he wasn't consulted meticulously on the matter of getting a fourth dog, saying that, like, ah, it's going to cost a fortune to feed this dog. Four dogs. Oh, we're going to go bankrupt because of this fourth dog. And he's, like, making some big deal about this dog. And I'm like, yeah... Yeah, she probably didn't think about, like, the extra 10 bucks a week it's going to cost in dog food because her dad was dying. Anyway, not an unreasonable request in my mind, but he, he, he thought it was very unfair to him. I mean, four dogs. We all know three dogs is the magic number. <laughs> but a fourth dog, that's just... That's just going to create an imbalance. There's going to be more dogs than people because there's three people on the property. And then the dogs are going to form a pack. Because they're pack animals. Maybe it'll be, it's going to be a pack of wolves. And then he loses control of his house. The power balance is lost. And German Shepherd's probably going to be the leader, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, 100%. And we all know what those Germans are like. I talk, I talk about it all the time. They're very loud and charismatic leaders and dogs. Supposedly they're charismatic. Yeah. That dog's going to be giving speeches and beer halls to the other dogs. And my dad's going to lose his house. He's worried he's going to lose his house to these dogs. <laughs> this is dog house now. <laughs> With a house of dogs. You will sleep in this kennel. I will sleep in the bed from now on. Stupid man. Now I put peanut butter on me and then you lick and you see how you like it. Dear Lord. Have you had peanut butter on a dog? 
ever licked peanut butter off a dog? I'm just this is this is an icebreaker. Yeah. Just it's just a, a, it's just an icebreaker. Yeah, just a reverse <laughs> it's just a reverse pervert? I mean it's still a pervert. It's still very much a pervert. It's very bad. <laughs> I mean What is worse? Putting peanut butter on your balls and having a dog lick it off, or putting peanut butter on a dog's balls and licking it off before the dog can lick it off? Well, the dog if it's licking you, because you all got peanut butter on it, it doesn't necessarily realize what it's doing. But the person, if it was licking peanut butter off a yeah. dog, they know what they they're know doing. exactly what they're doing. Yeah, which is why it's wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's both. Both are wrong. I think we can both agree on that. Well, what if like a like a person with a lot of money pays a person yeah. to put peanut butter on a dog and lick it off them? So it's more voyeuristic peanut. It's more like look at all the, look at how I'm able to control you with all this money. Yeah. Well, once again, I mean, look. Look, there's a, a section of rich people who pay escorts to bang dogs. Oh god, is that really a thing? Supposedly, it's a thing. Really. And a lot of it's just like look at this. Uh, look, the power. It's a power thing. Like I paid this person to do that. No, but the dog likes it. The dog likes it. I'm paying. Who are, these, who are these people with so much money? They're just looking at ways to degrade other people. And dogs. And dogs. I mean, that's... I've really painted a sad <laughs> picture of the world. This episode's themed sad. Season, seasonal affective disorder. So, occasionally we're just going to say things that are increasingly more sad. And that's the theme of today's show. Yeah, the theme is sadness. Yeah. Because we're low energy. When you're low energy, you're sad. Yeah. I mean, look, the days are shorter. The nights are longer. The winters are bitter. Winter is a bitter mistress. Mm. And if you pay her enough, she'll bang a dog. Some would. Some will just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, how much money are they getting paid? I mean, I want to quit my job. Would someone offer me enough money that I could quit my job if I just had to bang a dog once? What kind of what kind of offers are there out there? Is that your line? Like, let's just say... Let's just say... The dog likes it and it's not harmed. <laughs> and I can become a millionaire... Yeah, let's just say they'll Maybe. pay you $1 million. Yeah. Oh, that'd be enough. That would be enough. <laughs> that okay, would pr- okay. I mean, that's a lot of money. It is. It's six figures. I mean, I don't have that much money. It's more money than I'm ever going to see in my life. Exactly. Think what I could... I could do good with that money. I'd, like, donate some to the RSPCA, obviously, out of guilt. Um, I'd probably start... Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Just the, philanth- <laughs> the philanthropist... Like, how did you come into all this money? Well, I don't want to think about it, but let's just say, <laughs> let's just say I banged a few dogs. <laughs> I just say, uh, let's just say I had to see a man about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? You dog walker? Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go. Uh, let's go. I was walking the dog. <laughs> Dear Lord. What has this podcast become? Well, it's it's just, it's the sad. It is the sad episode. I felt freaking weird all week. Yeah, it's been going on. Why? 
I guess it's a disorder, maybe? I it's, don't even I don't even know. I don't even know. I like how they just call it sad when it's winter. It's Any sad. other time of the year is just depression. Just it's regular ju- old depression. Yeah, it's just depression. Yeah. Maybe. It's not you no one's has seasonal affective disorder in the summer. Getting that vitamin D. Yeah. I mean, if someone gave you a million dollars, you tell me you wouldn't bang a dog? Absolutely not. Really? Mr. Ethical over here. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm just a better person. You hate dogs as well. You would hate bang them. <laughs> You'd be like, take this, you, you dirty dog. You deserve this. Stop looking. <laughs> Stop looking at me. The more you look into my eyes, the more we emotionally attach to each other. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't. I want this to be a one night stand. I don't want you hanging around howling at my door. Come I want on. Want me to call you back? Come on. You pretty much invented the style that involves not looking at each other. <laughs> Why start now? Why start now? <laughs> All right. It's $2 million, but you've got to do the dog missionary. You've got to do the dog missionary and maintain eye contact the whole time. Dear Lord, can I look at its teeth? No. no. Straight in the peepers. I have to look into its eyes. Yeah. Oh, God. Straight in the peepers. <sighs> what if I just titty fuggle six nipples? <laughs> That's not the deal that's on the table uh, So it's full on dog penetration <laughs> With eye contact With eye contact Yeah Oh god I mean I, I was just kind of agreeing to do it as devil's advocate I mean I mean, I didn't think I'd actually do it Would you do it if no one found out Purdy? There was no I would anyone. know You would know I would and know that would be enough That's fair enough I mean I'd definitely consider it and then not do it. But, oh boy. I mean, oh, a million dollars, Purdy. You could do a lot of good with that. And you know what? You owe it. It's your obligation. Because you don't want to bang this dog. You owe it. Owe yourself and the world to take a million dollars off this dog pervert <laughs> that wants to see you bang this dog. I so, mean, what's better? Letting, so- it, letting a dog pervert go around... Given people all all this, probably less money than a million, probably more desperate people than you, less money to bang more dogs, or just you taking a good chunk of that fortune and protecting that that you know other other people down in their luck from getting exploited by this dog pervert. So what you're saying is, the buck stops with me. If yeah. I agree to bang one dog. <laughs> Yeah, it stops this person going around and yep. asking other people to bang another dog. Yeah, what if you had to take one for the team, for people and dog kind? But if no one ever banged the dog, wouldn't someone just walk around, keep asking, "Would you bang this dog for this money?" And you'll just keep asking, right? And no dog will have to get banged. There's always well, someone who'll do it, though. So it might as well be me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It might as well be you. But why does it have to be me? Just, I mean, I mean, I gain a million dollars, but I lose my soul. I don't think 
you lose your soul. I don't think that's how souls are lost. I don't know. I've looked into it. Yeah. I've read the Bible. Okay. Is there a whole section about this? Leviticus. Yeah. This Leviticus in- 4.19. Okay. This man may not man lay must not Man must not lay with dog beast. Dog beast. And it's very specific, they but was, it is oh, dog they beast. Did let, they, okay. <laughs> so they mentioned dog beast, not just like a beast as in... You know, someone who's not... Cr- like an animal in general. Yeah, or just, actually, just a dog. Or like a wildebeest. That's the weird thing. The Bible is very contradictory in that it says, don't bang a dog. Yeah. But it doesn't say anything about banging a cat or banging... Really? Uh, uh, a gerbil or... Well, that seems impossible. A cow. A cow. Horse. Horse. They're horse shows. Oh, Jesus. Why <laughs> you got to tell me that now? <laughs> Now you got to tell me about horse and donkey shows. <laughs> well, you know, <sighs> we're clearly, <laughs> you know, we're at that point. Yeah, now, now, now we're at that this point. is like the scraping the bottom of the barrel of bro podcasts. <laughs> Would you bang this animal for a million dollars? I think we're just avoiding the real topic. <laughs> What's that? Is that we're sad. Yeah, that's the real thing. We're just yeah, sad yeah. boys. And you know how men just avoid talking about their feelings, so they just talk about banging animals instead? I mean, it's easier to talk... About banging animals. About, you know, <laughs> just something stupid and immature than to deal with your problems. Yeah. Speaking of dealing with problems... um, I think I'm going to do that push-up challenge for mental health thing this month, this next month. You know that thing? You've got to do uh, some insane amount of push-ups. It's like 133 a day. Oh, that's too much. You want to do it? One push-up is too much. You want to do a it? A quarter of a push-up is too much. You want to do it? No. Uh, Why can't I just get liposuction? Every time I talk to people and I say, Why can't I just save up for the liposuction? And people are like, no, because you won't, you know, you won't you get anywhere. You want to earn it. Why do I want to earn it? I just want to be somewhat attractive, and I don't want to put in effort, <laughs> because it's going to take a real long time, and I need to be hot and attractive now. So, what I need to do is just save money and get the lipo. How much is lipo, anyway? Surely it's come down in cost. It's not just for rich and famous people anymore. Like, I just get the lipo. Isn't there that new fad, uh, which is fat freezing? They like freeze your fat cells or something. I, I don't think it's. I don't even know if it's invasive or not. I think they just like. I don't know. Put ice on your gut. I, I don't even. I don't know how it works. Actually, no. Nah, it's probably they probably do inject you with something, right? I imagine they inject you with something. Yeah, but now I'm laying it all out on the table. Patreon. We're gonna start a Patreon or a GoFundMe. For me to get lipo. For us to get lipo. To get the fat sucked out of him. I'm not afraid to say it. If I was to get a whole bunch of money in, I would spend it for, like, vanity reasons. I mean... The reason I look like this is because I'm poor. <laughs> I, I, I mean... Yeah, I'm not above it. I mean, I would spend some on beautifying myself. You know? I'll freaking get orange tan. Nah, you're not going to tan yourself. I'm going to tan myself. You're not going to tan yourself. Spiky frost tips. What? Your ideal picture of 
Beauty's like a Backstreet Boy from the 90s? Yes! Okay, that's fair. Which one? I'm not afraid to say it. Which one? Uh, the little one. <laughs> All little when I was 14. <laughs> Which one was the little one? Who was the, who was the little? This is the little Backstreet Boy. The littlest Backstreet Boy. I'm the boy. little Backstreet Boy. <laughs> How you doing? I'm little Backstreet Boy. <laughs> I'm the tiniest Backstreet Boy. Oh, howdy. I stand in the front, otherwise you can't see me. I'm the littlest Backstreet Boy. Well, um... What's the guy's name? Is it Kevin? He's the tallest. Yeah. I cannot remember any of their names. Oh, God, I'm just trying Except to... Except it wasn't... Oh, no, that was sync. Oh, no. <laughs> I get it mixed up. Um... Nick, Nick might have... Nick, yeah, Nick. Nick Carter yeah, might have been the, the littlest Backstreet Boy. The littlest Backstreet Boy. I'm the Backstreet Boy. No, I'm addicted to meth. I'm the Carter, the littlest Backstreet Boy. I do a lot of meth. Oh, God. Why does he sound like that? Let's, let's go back and regroup. Well... <laughs> All little people sound like cartoon characters. Well, that's true. I mean, I'm not tall. And and I sound like... I don't know. What do I sound like? I don't even know what I sound like. I look a bit like Nick Kroll, apparently. That's what I get told. But he's a real person. So I guess I look like the guy from Big Mouth who Nick Kroll drew to resemble himself as a kid. So you got, like, big bug eyes? Yeah. I think... Do I? Probably. A little bit. You got a weird fucking head? Yeah. You got a weird fucking head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. <sighs> what if you, what, if you were a cartoon character? Hmm. Have you been told you look like anyone? <sighs> I mean, we're talking recently or just in just life? Just in general. In life. In life. In Who's your doppelganger? Ugh. In high school, I got Napoleon Dynamite a lot. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Granted, I think my hair was longer and curlier then. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember you early days. I remember early day Purdy. Yeah, it was a bit more unruly. Um, anything else? <sighs> no, I'm just trying to remember. That's the one that sticks it's out to I've gotten Harry Connick Jr. So, blackface upsets you. Was that his thing? <laughs> it was on Hey Hey, it's Saturday. Oh. Because he was on that reunion special with the, the Jackson Giants. Oh, when they did it? The infamous Jackson. And he was one of the guest judges. And he was the one that called it out. No, that's good on him. Good on him. What did he say? Just like, uh. I'm... I just don't agree with that. I mean, I don't know what the custom, what the, um, the culture is over here, but over. Hmm? Over here, but in a. In America. That's just not something they do. <laughs> it's just not something we do. We try to make uh, try not to make black people look like buffoons. Well, in Australia. <laughs> That's all we do. <laughs> I don't know. What uh, What do we do? And then I saw a clip of uh, another Hey Hey It's Saturday clip. Hmm. Where it was like. Girls and like dressed up as farmer girls, and they oh, start yeah. off from the back, and they're shaking, and what? the ca- and the camera zoomed in on their butts, 
Okay. And they turn around, and it turns out they're like 12. Oh, boy. Oh, but at the start of it, before they turn around and reveal it's they're 12 and they're shaking their butts, Daryl Summers is very audible in saying, oh, it's good so far. Jesus. And then, I think it's Ella Hooper. Was she from Killing Heidi? Yeah. She was one of the judges, and she was like, I think the girls were great. I do think the camera angles on them was very pedophilic, though. And she got shit for it. Really? I like from, Ella Hooper. From freaking Daryl Summers. Really? Because he's, he's just like, oh, were those, were those camera angles good enough for you that time, Ella? Like, fuck off. You commented how much you liked a 12-year-old's butt. You don't have a moral higher ground, Daryl. Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty gross. Did I tell you I once Ubered Ella Hooper? <clears throat> you did, but uh, uh, talk about it here. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really to talk about. I mean, she was just, she needed to go someplace, so she took and an Uber. And I, I needed the money, so I was driving Uber. But then, like, she was cool. Like, we had a really good conversation about, like, just, like, art and everything. And I actually saw her in concert, like, a couple of weeks later, because I'm like, i got to see this, this, this lady who I Ubered. And she was, she was really great. She's a very charismatic, very lovable performer. Um, yeah, there's no story there. There's I just, just hope like, the camera. Just ang- nice I just person. hope the camera angles were good enough for her. Yeah. <laughs> well, so now I'm joining <laughs> in with Daryl Summers, the villain. So what does that say about me? Well, it means that if you were that rich and powerful, you'd abuse it for sure. <laughs> you'd probably pay someone to do a donkey show. <laughs> I mean, you would hope, and I'll just. Use it for vanity reasons. I mean, yeah. Which is what I was saying before. But when you become beautiful, six-pack abs, perfect teeth, smile, twenty-twenty vision, then what? I'll get more gigs. And then once you've got all the gigs anyone could ever, ever possibly want them on. I'll probably be dating a supermodel. But then, like, after you've just, like, dated uh, so many supermodels, you just get bored of it. Then what? Start dating a super supermodel. But then, after you've dated the, the super, super, ultra, ultra model pageant ladies, people, whatever, then what? Then what you got to do with all that money? Just fun a comeback concert. Yeah, but then after you've done all the comeback concerts and you've burnt out your audience, you've got all the money you could ever want in the world, then what? Buy, like, a McMansion. Yeah, but then after you've bought, like, a whole bunch of McMansions and uh, got the pools and the cars and the, the supermodels and the jet skis and the yachts and you've gone on, like, you know, SpaceX and you've been to Mars and then you come back and you've, you've banged all the supermodels on Mars as well, and then what? Buy Twitter. Yeah, but then after you've bought Twitter, then what? You know, re- you know, liberate. Liberate the freedom of speech. Yeah, but then after you've liberated freedom of speech and everyone's getting angry and saying slurs at each other, then what? Um, get Grimes back. All right, then after you've gotten your ex back, and then what? Um, I'll get a dialect coach so I don't sound so freaking weird. Yeah, but then after you've, you've done all the self-improvement stuff already, then what? I just host SNL again. Yeah, but then after you've done that for like the 20th time, you've broken the record, you're wearing the jacket, you're in the club, then what? 
I bring back Fridays, the show that they brought on the American ABC channel to, to compete with uh, Saturday Night Live that had Larry David and Michael Richards on it and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then the host that. Yeah, but then after you've like done all the seasons you could possibly ever do, then what? And then maybe become a, like a Lorne Michaels type and just start producing like new kids in the hole. But then after you've produced all the great TV shows, then what? You get bored of it all. And then what you going to do? I mean, probably blow my brains out. Yeah, but before that, in the space where you've done everything and before you blow your brains out. Buy the perfect gun in order to blow my brains out? Yeah, but before you've done that, like there's a gap in the middle where you have all this money and just like nothing else to do and you've done it all. Get myself a, like a firearms license in order to get the gun in order I mean, to blow my brains I mean, that's out? That's all implied, but like before that, just before that. I guess attempt to hang myself with a noose, but for some reason it doesn't work. Yeah, but I mean, like, just before that, too. I tried jumping out a window, but... Yeah, but before that. (laughs) I tried jumping out of, like, a a first-story window. Yeah, but but before that. I just tried drowning myself, but it turns out I'm a real good swimmer. Yeah, but before that. Maybe something makes you want to do it. I pay someone, try and pay someone a lot of money to bang a dog. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly where that, that, that's exactly what happens. You've been listening to the sad episode. <laughs> We've been late night party boys. <laughs>